The Luminous Mind, Episode 26. Any challenge can always turn into your greatest blessing. Benjamin Franklin once said, Do not curse the darkness, rather light a candle instead. If you're ready to set your mind on fire, then prepare yourself for the luminous mind with your host, Rebecca Bowman. Today's fire starter is Home Ec Heidi. She's an expert in all things which make a home, not just sewing, but all things textile, not just cooking, but stretching a paycheck to feed five growing boys, and not just budgeting, but money management that promotes financial freedom. Heidi Christensen has a bachelor's degree in home economics with an emphasis in clothes and textiles and a master's degree in textile merchandising, which she has put to great use teaching college classes, inspiring youth, and making her home run efficiently and inexpensively. Even though she hated the label that came with home economics during her college years, she found that there is a great deal in this field that can help people live better and more beautiful lives. In addition to running her own home amidst the frenzy of raising and educating children, Heidi also teaches classes in personal finance and economics. As a past member of the San Francisco Federal Reserve Bank Educational Advisory Group, she has a wealth of resources to share. Currently, she's also a homeschool representative for The Money Game, a fun simulation based on workshop classes that gives youth a reality check about money growing on trees. You can tap into her knowledge on the home and economics by visiting homeecheidi.com. Welcome, Heidi. Uh, Luckily, we have edit, so So we'll edit out all my mistakes. (laughs) No problem. All right. So we told the audience uh, a little bit about you. Do you want to kind of expound upon your family, your hobbies, passions, and then your profession? Sure. I have five boys. Uh, I started homeschooling when I only had four. Um, My oldest was in just starting second grade. And then I have twins that at that point were just going into kindergarten and then a three-year-old. And I knew I wanted to homeschool them because all my experience trying to enroll my oldest into kindergarten was just awful. I got the paperwork and they wanted to know some very personal information, I felt, and it was about his birth. They wanted to know if he was born vaginally or by C-section and if C-section, if if vaginally were forceps used. I mean, that was, I know it. (laughs) Yeah, I know it verbatim. And anyway, uh, I just, first of all, it was none of their business. But what I came to understand is that the school that I was trying to put him in, because I thought, okay, well, this is just what you do. You put your kids in kindergarten. Uh, The school that I was going to put him in was a failing school and a failing system. And they were trying to say, well, this is why this kid isn't doing well. He had forceps used when he was born. I'm just like, okay, please no. So anyway, at that point, yeah, at that point I had twins that were toddlers and a newborn. I didn't feel like I could homeschool, but I had started hearing about it. So I had my oldest go to a private kindergarten. And then the next year, uh, I still didn't feel I was ready. 
I now wish I had started at that point, but hindsight is 2020. <laughs> but I spent the whole year of him in first grade researching homeschooling. And by the time he was in second, my twins were ready to start kindergarten. I was ready. So anyway, my four boys, we were, we were living in Arizona at that point. I started homeschooling. I was homeschooling following more of a classical bent um, with a well-trained mind by Susan Weisbauer as my main inspiration. I love history. We spent, you know, I had a great time with my boys doing, you know, doing all of the history and all of the other stuff. We just had a great time that we then, when my oldest was 10, and at that point, my youngest, uh, my fourth son was five, uh, we moved to California. And I started homeschooling using a charter school here in Southern California. And I mainly was using the charter school for the for the money. And my facilitator, the certified teacher that was working with me, I told her exactly why I was doing it. I told her I had been homeschooling, you know, for several years at that point and I wanted to continue doing what I was doing because I really felt good about what we were doing and I liked it. So she did. She was happy to leave me alone and made her job a whole lot easier and she trusted me, so I she didn't have a problem with that. But I have, you know, a couple years after moving here, uh, we had our fifth son, and he just started in on homeschooling as well <laughs> from birth, <laughs> uh, which is actually has been very nice having one do it from birth. Yeah, it, it is a little easier when they start out with it. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although we do live right around the corner from a school. And, you know, once he got a little bit older, he, he kept telling me, I want to go to school. I want to go to school. I'm like, okay, none of your brothers have ever even gone to school. I mean, why do you want to go to school? And he finally told me he wanted to play with the girls. Hmm. I'm like, well, you know, with a, a family of all boys, that's one thing I can't give you. Sorry. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's funny. Fortunately, he has a lot of girl cousins. It was just an unknown to him. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, all kids are, are different. But anyway, when we moved to California, we were here for just, oh, just like a year and a half. And I found out partially through our charter school about Thomas Jefferson Education. And Thomas Jefferson Education is something that family and I have gotten very involved in. Um, I was a founding member or founding family of our Commonwealth School here, which is a homeschool group that meets once a week. Anyway, we've been with them for, this is our eighth year that uh, I've been teaching there. My kids have been taking classes there and everything. Um, Great resource. <laughs> uh, it's, it is a fantastic resource, a fantastic resource, and uh, it's a wonderful community, which I feel is one of the most important things that we teach our kids is about what a community is and how to build one. And a Commonwealth school gives us an opportunity to build a community and be a part, of, an active part of a community. At this point, my three oldest sons have all graduated. They're all attending college. So yes, homeschoolers can go to college, and uh, <laughs> that's so awesome. All, yeah, 
And all of them have, uh, my oldest has a three-quarter scholarship, and then my twins have between a half and a three-quarter scholarship. Oh, wow. So So, they they uh, not only go to college, but they do very well to be able to to get it on scholarships and stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All three of them. uh, My twins just got their first report card and they got straight A's. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So so how has your paradigm or your educational philosophy kind of changed over time and with experience? Well, when I first started homeschooling, I tried to do school at home and made the boys sit down and okay, now it's time for math. Okay, now it's time for spelling, you know. And with my youngest, I do that a little bit, but I try and give them a lot more freedom now. I also start schooling. My youngest really has benefited so much. I'm so grateful for him because it's like, okay, I saw everything I did wrong. Now I can't <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I, I really tried pushing my kids too much at the beginning. And I tried to, yeah, you know, I was trying to do Latin with them when they were five. Holy and, cow. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I mean, the well-trained mind, you know, that classical education is, I love it in many ways. I just think it starts too early. I think uh, Thomas Jefferson education has like three different phases that the kids go through when they're, you know, in, in school at home. And, you know, there's core, which is like birth to about eight years old, and then love of learning, which is eight to about 12, and then scholar, which is 12 to about 18. Anyway, core is just really teaching them right and wrong and your family values and the you know a work ethic and I just I was teaching that to my older kids but I was also not allowing them to really as much time as I wish I had to just play and just be kids and you know when I first started homeschooling I'm thinking okay yeah I'm gonna have them graduate early and they're gonna be going to college at 15 or and then what's my oldest got closer to doing that. It was kind of like, uh, I, you know, I felt like more and more as they went on in their education, I realized that one of my jobs as a parent is to kind of protect their childhood and ease them into adulthood. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to send them off away to college, you know, when they're 15, I don't know what I was thinking, but I mean, they, all of my older kids have got, you know, started taking community college classes when they were 16 years old, which in California, that's when they can do that. So I definitely wanted them to do that, but I wanted to also, you know, allow them to have the childhood and because they're going to be adults the rest yeah. of their lives. Well, and if we don't force the education, a lot of times it just naturally comes and then they, they have a desire to versus being kind of forced to do it. So Exactly. Exactly. I mean, my, my fourth son, he was, oh, he was about seven when we first started getting into Thomas Jefferson education. And you know, I had these, these three older sons that learned very similarly. And then got this fourth one that was just totally different. He really, I've, I've told him, he's really the reason we got involved with, uh, with leadership education or Thomas Jefferson education. What we were doing wasn't working for him. He's a real smart kid, but he kind of knows his own mind and he knew what he wanted to do and it wasn't what I wanted him to do. And he was fighting me where I knew that that wasn't natural. I had to figure out something that would reach him. And with Thomas Jefferson education, um, leadership education, 
he has just, he has blossomed because I gave him the freedom to love learning. And he came to me and he wanted to learn spelling. He wanted to learn all of these different things. Uh, He wanted to learn math because I gave him the opportunity to really desire it rather than forcing it down his throat. Well, and it lets you relax as a parent, too. I think uh, we're all kind of freaked out as homeschoolers that we're not going to, you know, our children aren't going to progress like they need to unless we're just really driving it. So I think it allows you to relax. So. So, oh, yeah. So what's the best advice that you ever received? We've talked about Thomas Jefferson education. Is there any other advice? I think the most important thing is to realize that each child is different and may need to be taught in a different way, may need to be dealt with in a different way. And to not be afraid to throw out a curriculum and throw out a book uh, and try something else until you can reach that child. I see so many people who it's like, well, I paid 50 bucks for this. I have to, you know, I have to use it. No, your kid is worth, a whole, you know, your kid's education is worth so much more than any curriculum. That would be my advice. My advice. <laughs> yeah. All right. You talked about the Commonwealth School, but I'm going to ask you the socialization question because I think that's the number one question we're all asked. But what do you yeah. think about socialization and what do you think it means to be socialized? my in-laws I'm just going to tell you a a story to answer this question Um, my in-laws were very concerned about socialization and you know especially my brother-in-laws and they really think my kids are very strange because (laughs) you know at their age my brother-in-laws were out partying all night and getting drunk and getting you know uh, being socialized (laughs) yeah yeah they were being socialized and that's what they think my kids should be doing to be social and I'm like uh (laughs) (laughs) that's not it now my kids can easily get into any situation and talk to, you know, the three-year-old in the room or the 90-year-old in the room. Yeah. And they can have the an intelligent conversation with either one. That, to me, that's socialization. Having to get drunk to socialize, that's not. And yeah. so, no, no, the whole drinking aspect of it, I mean, that's not all socialization. It's just that is what I've had to deal with people questioning my kids about the socialization issue. Yeah. So, so what do you, what do you think are some of the biggest obstacles you face and what do you think you've learned from them? Um, the biggest obstacles I've faced are really trying to find the learning style for each of my kids. You know, like I said, my three older ones were very similar. And so once I got to my fourth, you know, I had four kids in less than five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, great. This is working. This is working. And then I get to my fourth one. It's like come to a screeching halt. (laughs) So that was my biggest obstacle. But what that did for our entire family was allow us to change our paradigm, change how we saw the world. And we were able to, uh, it was such a huge blessing because we found uh, leadership education and became very involved with that. And it's transformed all of our lives. Like I say, that any challenge can always turn into your greatest blessing. Exactly. So before we go on, let us take a minute and hear about our sponsors. Hey, Firestarters. This is Mark, producer of The Luminous Mind. If you're like me, the thought of going out to the store and shopping is enough to make you want to crawl in a hole and hide. If that's you, then do your shopping online through Amazon. 
Just go to theluminousmind.net, click on the Amazon link, and shop away. Also, most of the books and resources that Rebecca and her guests discuss can be found on our Amazon links as well. Again, if you're like me, you have already accidentally signed up for Amazon Prime. So most of those purchases should have free shipping as well. Good luck. the luminous mind with home ec Heidi. So what are some successes that you've seen? You talked about your kids being in college and scholarships and stuff like that. Is there any other success that you think you've seen? Well, my three oldest kids have all helped to mentor classes at our Commonwealth school. I think that has been an amazing experience. My oldest actually helped develop a class Oh, that on, neat. Yeah, yeah. I, that was just an amazing experience for him. And my fourth son actually got to take the class that he, you know, my oldest son helped develop and teach. I think that another one would be my, my fourth son, just seeing him just blossom. He is by allowing him to love learning and allowing him to find his own way and helping him, helping him find it. It's just been amazing to see how much he has grown and how much, how willing he is to learn and be self-directed. He is currently, oh, and all three of my older sons are eagles. My fourth is very close to getting his eagle for scouting. And uh, my fourth is also working on the congressional award. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's earned the gold certificate at this point. He's just waiting for it in the mail. And then his plan is to have the gold medal by the time he graduates. Oh, wow. So yeah. so that really is a success of how Thomas Jefferson just allows them to, to propel their own education and maybe take it farther than what you would expect. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what are some personal habits that make you successful? And how do you organize? You know, how do you juggle all your responsibilities of family and school and all of that? I sometimes do better than others. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all have times like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do I organize it? Um, well, right now, I only have two kids left at home because the other three are away at college. And I was asked to teach every day at a uh, private school, just part time. It's just a couple hours a day. So what I do is I have I do work with my youngest son in the mornings and then leave him things to do when I am at school. And then uh, my almost 16 year old will kind of supervise that. Also, my parents live next door. That's one thing. If you can get your parents to live right next door. (laughs) That's nice. (laughs) Yeah, that definitely helps. My mother, my mother helps. Um, One thing I don't do is I don't plan out lesson plans per se. I have goals. I allow a lot of wiggle room so that I can follow my younger son's leadings. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I pray, pray a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, cause you're always, I mean, I, I, I've been doing this for, you know, for this is my 14th year of homeschooling and it's still, it's like, okay, what do I do next? Father, show me the way. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. And, yeah, and that really, it helps so much to just 
to know that I'm not the ultimate one in charge. So Great. Thank you. So how do you feel that your family has benefited the most from homeschooling? Well, they have, we have all been allowed to follow our passions. My oldest is passionate about writing and he wrote and published an ebook on Amazon. My next two are very into art and music and they taught classes. They, they both took piano and stringed instruments for years and so they taught classes on that and they are now majoring in art and music. My uh, fourth son is very good at public speaking and we're still trying to find opportunities for him, but uh, just knowing that that is his gift has made his life and my life a lot easier just because, you know, when he's, he would make a fantastic lawyer um, just because he's very good at arguing. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. you, can, you can see that as a blessing or as a curse. And I, you know, from what I have learned through homeschooling is that it is a huge blessing. And I can tell him that and say, you know, now is probably not the time to do this. You're really good at it, but let's do it differently right now. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so what are some long-term goals that you have for yourself? Okay, for myself, for my own life, or for my kids? Well, for yourself, we won't, we won't talk about, um, like we talked about, your kids have their goals, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, one of the things that leadership education has given to me is basically permission to have a passion and have a mission outside of just being their mom. And my goal is to continue to build my business, my website, continue to reach out to other families and educate them about the importance of personal finance and, and learning about it and teaching their children about it. That's wonderful. So. Yeah, that is one thing. Uh, you know, when you're a good mentor to your children, it allows and when they see you passionate about something, it allows them, you know, to go, oh, well, I should do that, too. You know, it's de definitely a good mentor situation to mentor yeah. for your children. Yeah, no, and that's one of the things that kind of keeps me going. It's kind of like, well, it, it can be really hard. I have these things I want to do, and but yet, how do I do that? And, you know, finding the time for everything makes it hard to do everything. But knowing that my I am setting an example for my kids, and they know that this is my mission. This is my passion. This is what I want to do. If I don't follow it, if I don't follow through, then what am I showing them? So um, exactly. that is definitely something I'm, that helps keep me going. Do you have a favorite book or resource that you want to share? Uh, for homeschooling or? Well, it could be anything, something that you find useful in your life. Well, right now, I think The Seven Habits for Highly Effective People. That's um, a great book. Stephen Covey. That's yeah, Stephen Covey. I really like the teen version for for kids, but also if I suggest when I'm like presenting it at conventions and, and things, I suggest that even adults read the teen version first just to get an introduction to the concepts. And then you, because the, the adult version tends to be a lot, in a lot for me, <laughs> much more in depth, much more in depth. So if you get the basic concepts through the teen version and then do the adult version. Yeah. So what changes would you like to see in the world in the future? I would like to see more 
people taking personal res- responsibility for their lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that would change the world just. In, oh, it would. In, it in, would. And yeah. And why I say that is because I see that as so freeing. It's giving them, giving people so much more freedom if they will take responsibility for their own lives and their own decisions. And that's one of the reasons that I'm so drawn to teaching about personal finance because that is what I'm teaching. It's really taking personal responsibility and having a plan. Yeah, having having a plan, being proactive, you know, and then working the plan. And you know, I know it's hard. It's something I I still struggle with. I still work with it, but it's it's something that is very important to me to to do myself and to teach others. So before we say goodbye, do you have any uh, advice or encouragement that you want to give to somebody who's just starting out? And then give us your contact information, how we can connect with you. Okay. My suggestion uh, for someone who's just starting out in homeschooling or even just starting out with uh, their mission is, well, for the, for homeschooling, whatever you're doing, as long as you're spending time with your kids, it, they are learning so much just from being with you. Don't freak out that, you know, they aren't reading when they're three, like your their cousins are or whatever. Every child has their gifts and their gifts develop at different ages. Don't compare. Yeah. And then, but also know that every single person is a genius and you just have to be open to seeing their genius and acknowledging their gifts and uh, being a witness to their gifts. You can see that in yourself, in your spouse, in your in your kids, and that makes it makes life so much so much nicer. That's great. That yeah. Um my contact information, I do have a website. It's homeecheidi.com. It was recently hacked and so I <laughs> it oh, doesn't no. look like right now. Yeah, I don't know why, but you know, I had like over three years of content on there and somebody decided that I don't know what, but they just wanted, yeah, 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 basically. So I'm, I'm rebuilding it. So if could be patient with me, I do have plans for different sections on uh, the home, which will include, you know, sewing, cooking, that type of thing. Also um, economics. I teach economics classes and I, so I keep my fingers in that. As you uh, mentioned in my bio, I was involved with the Federal Reserve on their uh, education advisory group. And so I have a bunch of resources that I'm going to be putting up there as well. And then I also talk about education a lot. I have now that I've had experience with working, you know, homeschooling on my own, working with a charter school, I now am teaching at a private school. My plan is to share all of that on that education yeah. tab as well. Yeah, you've seen a wide variety of, of options. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and believe me, homeschooling is the best. I'm just <laughs> like, oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot so. less bureaucracy and, and infighting. <laughs> with homeschooling. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> stuff you don't have to deal with. <laughs> so, All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Heidi. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And I definitely encourage everyone to go out and check out homeecheidi.com. Thanks so much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to The Luminous Mind. To learn more about Heidi, go to our website, theluminousmind.net. When you're there, please leave us a comment. Also, consider being a fire starter yourself by clicking on the fire tab 
and booking an appointment with me today. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Google+, get our audio content by subscribing on iTunes and YouTube. Please leave us a review and tell us what episodes inspire you. Help us to continue to light minds on fire and change the paradigm of education. 